1: Talk Radio. Well, hello everybody, and welcome to the Born to Talk Radio Show. I'm your host, Marsha Iteca, and I've just got to say, I'm shouting out to myself here. I've just, said...
0: Marsha. Hi, Chris. Are you there? I'm here. I'm here. Where'd
1: you go? Oh, my gosh. The beauty or the ugliness (laughs) of live radio. Holy cow. How did my call drop? I have no idea. I have no idea. I thought
0: it was me. I was worried it was me or my Wi-Fi or something. And and, uh, anyway, what do we do now?
1: Oh, Well, what we're going to do is we're just going to say, guess what? Welcome to my world, Chris. You know, in, when, you're an, an, when you are a writer and you have a deadline ahead of you, there isn't anybody that's hanging up on you. But clearly, right. this was supposed to be my challenge today, and you, you know what? <laughs> High five, I've just met it. So I don't know what was recorded up till now. Thank goodness that you have a humor. That helps
0: well and the yeah, the <laughs> early days of the Wright brothers, when they lose a plane oh now my and then,
1: you know yeah. we're
0: sort of in that you know we're in that sort of early pioneer days of all this kind of stuff, so even even Dang. now, so anyway, Dang.
2: yeah, it's, <laughs> I think I, was <laughs> just,
1: I think I was just bragging about how I've been doing this for three years, good God, I you know well, this is, <laughs> welcome to my world, Geez. well, anyway, what I oh, no. wanted people to know. I wanted, and you know what? Nobody's going to cut us off, so we're just going to keep talking here. I wanted, okay. I wanted people to know just how I came about meeting you, and that's a shout out to my really good friend. I've known Leah McKinney since the seventh grade, Leah McKinney Buckley, right. and she right. invited me to join you on your happy hour hiking club and. By the way, that was quite fun. We went from the Venice pier to the jetty, and then we went to a vegan restaurant for a dinner which and drinks, which I thought was very interesting right. and that was I thought it was a great fun.
0: place yep yep oh,
1: wow. fabulous So now that we've back on target here, would you like to just take a few moments for those people that are listening that that stayed around um Right. Tell our audience a little bit about yourself because not everybody knows you the way we do. So, where did you grow up and go yeah. to all that good stuff?
0: Well, I'll give you a little little bio. It's it's not the most exciting sure. thing in the world. It's pretty it's a pretty conventional life. I grew up in Chicago. I I was going to go to law school and ended up in journalism. Um, I loved Jim Murray. There's a name that people will recognize, a yeah, great sports writer could. for the LA Times. Mm-hmm. He he basically changed my life. There's there's two writers who changed my life. One was Mike Royko, columnist with the Chicago mm-hmm. Sun-Times at the time. Um, and then Jim Murray, who just, there there was just something about their writing that just felt like it was a letter, you know, it was like a personal yeah. letter and it was fantastic mm-hmm. And I was sort of smitten. I became very, you know, I was just very, very impressed with that. And, and it just spoke to me. I, was, I remember being 14 years old and going out and buying the Sun-Times in Chicago to read Mike Roiko. Um, hmm. Because because it just I just was a newspaper geek and and I wasn't I don't think I was particularly geeky generally but maybe I was but that's how much I like that's how much I liked Royco my dad loved Royco and so and then I found Jim Murray once I got to college I, I found Jim Murray anyway so they sort of swung me out of this career you know career path of going to law school and maybe going into TV or journalism with a law degree which is something that my father also suggested. Um, <laughs> And, and all of a sudden I was in print journalism just at the time when it was about to, to die, um, (laughs) (laughs) 1978, 1980 and all the afternoon papers were starting to fade and, and nobody knew what was happening. But I, I had some actually newspapers, despite what publishers would tell you at the time, newspapers were very profitable then they were undergoing some, some tech techie kind of changes that saved them money. And, uh, um, so I really did hit some, some glory days of newspapers from about uh, 1980 to, you know, about 2000 or so in uh, 1995. Um, and so I, I, I worked um, in Florida where I met my wife. We moved to, to New Orleans where uh, – we learned to cook a little Creole and Cajun you know, cuisine
2: um, and had a
0: couple of children there. We lived in New Orleans for 10 years. And then we came out here. We came out here in, in 1990. Um, hmm. I started, I was basically at that point had, had been doing a lot of editing work and uh, missed writing. And uh, the Times was at the time doing something called Laugh Lines, which is a, a daily humor column. So I started supplying those and that developed into a, a weekly column and I started doing some sports writing and some
2: yeah, um, travel. Writing.
0: And yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and so I sort of said, what I, I still do some editing work, but I, you know, I'm primarily known for my, my writing and my, you know, um, I think if you, if, 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 if listeners will remember Irma
2: Bombeck.
0: Um, oh yes. A fantastic writer about suburban life and the mundane day-to-day things that she found <laughs> humor in. Um, <clears throat> I would be thrilled if somebody made that comparison besides me. <laughs> um, I thought that Irma <laughs> Bombeck was just brilliant. And, and and she was an influence also. Um, but that's kind of what I do now. Now on a, a, every Saturday I write about life in the suburbs of Los Angeles. Um, they're not big stories, you know, it's not – it's usually not about getting a wisdom tooth out. It's about you know. It's about it's about you know getting up at three a.m. with the with the with the dog that that is now that dog. Uh, older than I yeah. am. So mm-hmm. yeah, the three hundred pound beagle, and That's we have sort of beagle. yeah, it's a little oh, sitcom. Context. You know, it's a little sitcommy. We have the three hundred pound beagle now. You know, I'm fond of exaggeration. Um, he's really only two hundred fifty pounds. <laughs> there uh, you go. But. The, but the beagle is the beagle is, is basically runs the house. Um my wife Posh or well, Somebody's adult, posh. gotta be in charge, Chris. Somebody's you know, gotta be in charge, Right? yeah. And I I, I I I back away from that. That's too much responsibility.
2: Um <laughs> and then we have you know,
0: we have four children, we'll get into that. The numbers of that. yes. that's kind of an interesting situation. Um yes. four children who supply just endless you know, sometimes it's just a conversation, sometimes it's just a snippet of somebody saying something that leads to, you know, a, a whole column. And, and, um, you know, conversation is great. I love dialogue. Um, I think that gives it a little bit of a sitcom connection. Um, well, it, but it, you it, do it. It's really, Go ahead. I, 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 as, as I've done that, I mean, I've been doing this for 20 years now. And, and I think what, what I've learned to do is not look for the cheap joke, I look for the more expensive joke, and sometimes that <laughs> takes a little. Sometimes that takes a little time, a little development. Mm-hmm. and, uh,
2: mm-hmm.
0: You know, the setup is more. I mean, any humorist will tell you the setup is more important than the punchline. Is how you sort of come to the, how you come to the joke and the and, and the payoff. So I've been a little more patient about that, and um, and I hope I hope that the writing has evolved and become actually a little bit more real than it used to be. Um, when I was well, starting out, and I I wasn't sure I could make people laugh, and I wasn't sure I could keep an audience, and I wasn't sure,
2: hmm.
0: you know, if this was I liked doing it, but like mm-hmm. you know, like any writer, you you hope there's an audience for it, and um, and I think I well, gradually found out, and thanks to email, you you kind of find out what people are fond of and what they're not. So um, absolutely, that was a learning experience.
1: I don't even think that you actually realize just how special you are to the readers. You mentioned Irma, and a lot of us read Irma. You know, we could relate to Irma woman to woman, mom to mom kind right. of thing. But your, your writing is is relatable to all of us. And if I, if I took the time to tell you how many people have said, would you please tell, okay, Lisa, uh, Lisa really loves you. So I'm just telling you that Lisa said, please tell him. So there you go, Lisa. I okay. shout out to you. And did you know that there's a, I'm sure you do, because people Google. I mean, what would we live, with, what would we do without Google? Did right, you know right. that there's a Scottish pro soccer player that's name is Chris Erskine? Yes. of course you did. Yes, he's yes. not.
0: There is a, <laughs> a Chris Erskine that plays soccer. It's obviously a success.
1: Yeah, Scotland as
0: opposed to this that's one, funny. but but yes. but yeah, it's very it's very funny. It's a name. It's a name. I I, I actually like the name. I mean, it's not a common enough name. It's often mis- mispronounced as Erskine or Erskine or whatever it is, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but it's different enough. There's an Erskine College. I think it's in South Carolina. There's the soccer player, who, you know, Erskine. There was <laughs> Lieutenant Erskine on uh, the FBI show. Um, oh, I didn't you know, remember Ephra- that. Ephraim mm-hmm. Zimbalist Jr., yeah. That was really the first oh. time that that name um really got mm-hmm. out there. There was the writer, Erskine huh. Caldwell. There's there's you know, it it's 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 out there just a little bit. Um mm-hmm. it's it you know, so um anyway, it still gets mispronounced, so oh. Well,
1: wow. you know, uh, we'll just we'll just go with Chris. Listen, you don't have White tech as the last time. I can't even tell you how that you <laughs> Um say, I didn't really, yeah, I should not complain
0: yeah, about most, that, right?
1: Yeah, <laughs> most people. It's like how, how, how do you say that? Uh, you know, I, I if we have time, I want to talk about the newspaper business, but because a lot of things have happened in the Los a Angeles Times stuff. just in the last week. But what I didn't realize, you're, you when you write your column for the Los Angeles Times, it also appears in the um, San Diego paper as well.
0: The, the yeah, tri- I believe the tribune. so. I believe so occasionally. Yeah. I don't know if it's, I don't know if they run it weekly or not. I should know something uh-huh. like that. Um,
2: yeah, that's interesting. A lot of people run it
0: occasionally. Yeah, mm-hmm. sometimes it's very L.A. centric. Sometimes it's very much about an event like this coming. The the, the coming, the one this Saturday will, will talks about the book fest. Um, right to right. At USC so exactly. that doesn't really translate to Buffalo you know and Buffalo True. does run it and 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 places around the country Orlando nice. and, and Fort Lauderdale That's, and so forth but they don't want to yeah. hear about our book festival so there's times where they go dark and don't run it um Chicago Tribune runs it regularly which is a kick for me because
2: oh, no I grew kidding. up there
0: and so there is a lot of people I have a lot of people I grew up with who never thought mm-hmm. I'd actually graduate high school, let alone hold a steady job. So so this is oh,
2: for me, God. this
0: is a sweet it's not a great revenge, honestly, you know. Um but it's 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 a little bit it's a little bit of like, God, that guy's not in prison. I mean, so there, no. there's, there's that, <laughs> you know.
2: Um
0: so well, I have a lot of friends back in Chicago and it does I think it does yeah. because of my sort of Midwestern sensibility um, now blended with a west coast sensibility i'm a, a
2: mm-hmm. bit of a
0: hybrid but i think that that it does translate um to other parts of the country and and uh, as regional it's, as regional as we try to be and as prideful as we try to be about where we live you know that we're 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 more similar than we we we'd ever admit and
2: uh oh, and i think well, that's I true guess.
0: of different ethnic groups and everything else we have way more in common than we we have differences, and, and so we should, we should celebrate the differences and celebrate, actually, also realize that we have the same hopes and fears and, and everything
1: else. So, you, um, you've, th- just, you you've just quoted something that I say constantly when it comes to travel and when it comes to humanity. And that's why, while this is an internet radio show now, people say, What channel do I put it on? Well, you don't. You do have to go to the right. internet. But, you know, and sometimes what I'm talking about is local to to what's going on here in Westchester where I live because I did used to be in the studio for just about the first three years. And so my guests all had to live close enough to join me. But now that right. I'm on blog talk, which I'm really enjoying, you can, we don't know if you're in your jammies or not. Um, I can tell you I'm not in mine, <laughs> but who can see you? Right. So it's okay. Right. But But we do, I think that your column, while maybe they aren't going to come to the the, the L.A. Times, um, you know, uh, festival of books. You right. you write from a way that everyone can relate, and that's what I think is the beauty. You've been writing about parenting for a long time, haven't you?
0: I have, I have and, I, you know, it was so funny because I was doing occasion, like I said, the occasional humor columns, and then the lovely Michelle Williams, an editor said, came to me one day and said, this is a life-changing moment. She said, can you do this? every week and I said, I honestly don't know. I don't know that I can Mm -hmm. do it every week in a way that with enough freshness and enough different a range of topics and situations that that sustains. So but I sure would like to try, you know, if you're up Mm -hmm. for it. And so here we are twenty years later and some people would say, No, you failed miserably, I tuned out after the second week and then other people will go, like, No, um I get it. And, and it is, and again, it's not, God, it's everything from stuff that happens to the mood I'm in to something my friend said to,
2: Mm -hmm. you know,
0: um, you know, it's, it's a a little kind of a mood piece in some ways it's kind of a mood piece, you know, um, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: it sort of reflects where we're at. And it's, you know, sometimes it's happy go lucky and, and upbeat. And then I think sometimes it's a little bit, uh, it's a little bit reflective and, and, uh, and thoughtful. Sometimes it's Mm -hmm. thoughtful. I'd like to think it's always thoughtful, but it's, you know, it changes tone a little bit, uh, just based on sort of what I'm going through. And, and, um, and I think that keeps it, you know, again, real, I think as, as a writer, you want to be real, you want to be relatable. You, you want to sort of establish that connection. And I think the more real you are, the more you're willing to share, um, the better that connection
2: is
1: and as long as you I think you're people recognize internet. that you're genuine you know your humor is is subtle and funny and you know we I I remember when the girls went off to college you know I mean you oh, know right. it's right, it's, right.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah
1: you know um it, it's funny because um you you do really I think fatherhood's probably your your most favorite gig you've got right
0: right um, right yeah, it was yeah. you know it was the best thing I ever did. I never aspired to it. It was you know it was I wanted to get married. I you know I found a wonderful woman, but I I I never thought oh yeah I want to have a, a family. It was like it, it was never really part of my American dream I mean
2: I I, really
0: no reason for that there was no reason for that but some people Uh you know some people are sort of born to it and some people sort of look for it their whole lives and and maybe that was fortunate I just you know yeah sure let's have kids um and so uh you know not a whole lot of you know hand you know we, we we didn't you know ring wring our hands over it. Was just sort of we mm-hmm. we were young and we got married and and we had a family and so and then we had a family out here. You know, we had two kids in New Orleans, two kids in Los Angeles, and and mm-hmm. um and you know when they get you outnumbered, um, that's when <laughs> that's when it's tr- It's bad enough when it's two on two. When you have two parents and two and two kids, they have youth on their side and, and strength and energy and passion. And, 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 you know, you're already really kind of outnumbered two on two and when they have you four on two, it's, it's, uh, it beca- then you're screwed. It's, 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 uh, <laughs> and it's, and it's fine and, you know, and it's fine, but you're, you know, you, you got your back up against the wall and it's, it's, you know, it's parent, parenthood is a humbling, humbling thing. And I think um, there are certain things about it in LA that are, you know, even more challenging. You know, the cost of living and the just yes. influences, the fast pace, the freeways, the getting around. Um, but pairing is a very humbling thing, and um, it,
2: it is. And L.A.
0: I think, and I think any big city, it's 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 a little bit trickier, um, just because it's faster moving and you don't have the influence that you might in a slower paced
1: place. Unless you vote, like, unless you're like me where I've lived mm-hmm. here my entire life so I'm accustomed to this pace but you I You don't certainly know any different, right? M- yeah. I don't, but I did not my children are in their 40s. I didn't right. raise children with the internet, you know, when when a kid yeah, was mean to your right? kid and they were and they were kind of they picked on you, that wasn't cyberbullying and the different kinds of things yeah. that parents have to deal with in today's society. Um, yeah. But you, you did mention you did mention the three hundred pound beagle, and uh, I just yes. was wondering, wh- who do you like writing better about, the, the kids or the dog?
0: <laughs> you know, people have been asking me that lately because now we have two dogs, and and oh. so I write a lot about them because they actually they listen to me. The dogs do. Mm-hmm. Um, the kids not so much, and and the dogs, <laughs> you know, as, as anybody will tell you who's been around, you know kids and dogs you know dogs have a certain amount of appreciation that the kids have trouble voicing sometimes um and, and they're trainer and they're teachable um kids you know it's very spotty in that regard it takes a lot longer yeah so yeah, yeah so i love i love the, i love what dogs bring to a house i mean it is just another thing to it's another responsibility when, mm-hmm. you know, in a life of obligation. But I, I do like what dogs add to a house. I just, there's just something. There's just a, and not just dogs, but pets in general. There's a, right. there's a different vibe, right, having, mm-hmm. having dogs around. And I've, I think our whole life, my whole life growing up, we had dogs. And we've had dogs cool. the entire time. We've, we've had children. And, and, mm-hmm. um, and they have their own set of challenges. Now, of course, we have this pet wolf in addition to the yeah. 200 pound beagle um my older son brought home this what he told us was a Siberian husky um we're pretty sure we haven't done the dna testing yet we're pretty sure it's mostly wolf um <laughs> just by the the way it drools and and uh eats my shoes and howls at the moon
2: she's,
0: yeah and howls at mm-hmm. the moon and you know looks at me when i take a steak off the grill um
2: so um so the wolf, oh, you know,
0: it's, Chris, just, it's just a new now. member of the family. You know, the wolf sure. is a new member of the family and she's she's lovely, she's beautiful to look at and and difficult to challenging to walk because she thinks she's pulling a sled. You know, was bred
2: to <laughs> bred to pull a sled through the Yukon <laughs> and that oh, across
0: the streets of L A and so I just that's hold that's on for funny. your life and, and yeah, uh yeah. um but I mean it's another that's great. It's another challenge and I think where there's, mm-hmm. you know, I think I think in most writing whether it's movies or novels, you have conflict and you have challenge and you have
1: No kidding. You
0: know, and that's where the that's where the humor comes from and and uh
1: well, um besides so, the yeah. column that you write, you 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 have right. a book that's being released tomorrow called datitude. I'm sure that's the word you made up because it's perfect. And attitude. I love the No, cover. I'm not
0: that clever, Marcia. I I, not... I, heard that. I had heard that word, and I oh, loved man. it, and it was my idea for the title. And it, I think it kind of cool. fits, because the, the whole idea was that we were going to do a, a book themed to fatherhood. Um,
2: mm-hmm.
0: And and it's kind of what I write about it anyway. But, I mean, this was when we when we pulled the 50 or so columns from the files. Um, we wanted to sort of emphasize the, the the paternal aspects of what i wrote about so we we did it with Mm -hmm. an eye toward that now it was hard to avoid i mean it would have any 50 random columns would have sort of had that theme but we 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 sort of we 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 basically you know colleen dunn bates who is the publisher um said let's do 50 columns what's what do you have any ideas on on titles and you know um I, I thought, you know, this is life, this is us. I mean, very very similar to the t- t- NBC show. I mean, those I had sort of those kinds of titles in mm-hmm. mind. And then I thought Dattitude, which is a word I had heard, um, you know, at the time. This is almost a year ago now. And and uh, Dattitude, I was like, I like that. I kind of like that because it's, uh, you know, being a father is always on my mind. And, and how you handle it is... Is part mm-hmm. of the, you know, part of this, you know, part of the. Uh, I don't know if if, if if you do it well, it's 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 not just that you solve all your problems. It's just sort of how you roll with things,
2: mm-hmm. and so I
0: think the attitude sort of reflected that willingness to kind of roll with roll with things and
1: and
2: um,
0: and um, you know get 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 through each day. And sometimes it's just a matter of getting through each day.
1: Well, i i i get that too i i i actually i don't write a book but i i recognize um marcia maybe i ought to come up with my own words <laughs> too. Um, there you go marcia too i may just i may just use that and Dattitude <laughs> is your latest book. I have to write, make a note. Somebody, do I have a team? No, I don't think so. That would be me, one man band, Tude. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, um, you don't mind, yeah, okay? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a little tired of the Martian, Martian, Marsha. You know, that's been a little over you. Yeah, years. I'm sure. So you know, I'm a, sure. a right. is It's pretty funny, actually. Tude is um, nice
0: though because it's you have a strong point of view, and I think it, that the attitude is just kind of a point of view. What do you
1: mean? <laughs> what do you mean
2: What you mean? that's pretty funny
0: I, I, th- um, I think i think it's point of view and i think that's, that's what the attitude sort of represents is sort of a, a, a point of view or you get through you know you get through a day with dad jokes and and humor and a little extra you try to muster a little extra patience than you normally would have and right um it doesn't mean that you're you know you have a spotless record in that regard but you, you do the best you can you know
1: well don't we um, all i mean and that's and this is not your first book. I, I didn't realize that this is your third book. So your first book was um, Surviving Suburbia, right?
0: Exactly. What inspired Sur- you to write Sur- a Surviving book? Suburbia was, was a, actually a pretty good title, too. And that was a, also a collection. That was the early, probably the first five years, from the first five years of columns, um, back when the Times had a publishing division that they did their own books, their own gardening books and humor books and everything mm-hmm. else and um so this was a, that was a collection then it went it went to the, the LA Times best selling list which i was very proud of um and this this column is all, or this book is also a um collection of columns but it's from the last 15 years so there's no overlap these are all these are all new columns um, from the past 15 years and i think Actually, it's, it's, and I was proud of survive, surviving suburbia, but I think I actually think the writing has evolved, and I think that, like mm-hmm. I said, it's become more patient and a little more sophisticated in some ways. Um, hopefully, equally as funny because it's still still about the laughs and the smiles. Um, and so I'm real proud of this. I think of the three books, this is this is by far the strongest, and and um, I'm really crossing my fingers that it does well. And I'm you know, oh, me too. Um, I'm I'm, excited, I'm very excited about it.
1: How can our listeners that are not going to be in the Los Angeles area maybe to go hear the um, L.A. Times uh, Book Festival, how would they be able to purchase your books? Is it, is it online? Can they go to Amazon? Well, or? There was
0: only, we only printed one copy, Marcia. That's the thing. So we're just oh, going to pass shit. it around from person to person. Yeah. Would you, so it's would just you sign it and give them?
1: it to me? Okay. <laughs> okay. <All right>. Otherwise, <laughs> then if we were in the studio, it, see, now, you would have
0: probably brought it. One copy. We only have the one copy. No,
2: you're
0: actually not going to be able to monetize.
2: Copies. Uh-huh. No, mm-hmm. no, it
0: is gonna be hard to monetize it that way. There actually are several <laughs> copies. It's available on Amazon. You go to Amazon.com and, and look for Datitude D A D I T U um, D mm-hmm. E. or just search for author under Erskine. Um, and so and you know, so it's it's there. You could just Google DATITUDE Erskine. And um, cool. or probably, probably just Google the attitude right now, and I think it will 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 pop I, it, it up does. on uh, Amazon, it, it, and it really, you can get it. it does. You can, right, and you can get it on, online through some of the major bookstores and Barnes and Noble great. and so forth, and and Vroman's, the, the the great local uh independent mm-hmm. stores here. But you can get it around the country, and and in bookstores, Wonderful. should be on bookshelves around the country starting uh, uh the twenty, wow. you know, uh seventeenth, oh. yeah. I, I, I get, I get confused yeah. with the book festival tomorrow, the 17th right. um, yeah, great. should be out there and, and uh, you can order it today and it'll be in your mailbox in a couple of days. Um, awesome. But anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of it. I think it's a great, mm-hmm. you know, it's hard to buy for dads. I mean, as, as, as somebody who is a recipro- on the receiving end of those things, how many <laughs> neckties and toolboxes <laughs> and golf clubs can yeah. you, I mean, dads are hard to buy for unless they're, you know, yeah. unless they have a, a, a range of interests. And most dads, their mm-hmm. interests are the kids, so and, right. or their work. And and so, mm-hmm. um, if you were looking for a Father's Day gift um, for a, for for somebody, um, I think Just that perfect. this would. Yeah, I would hope it would be something they would consider mm-hmm. because I think it's it's it really does. It's not worshipful of fatherhood, but I think it does salute. Uh, you know, what, what dads do and honor what mm-hmm. dads do and appreciate what dads do. Not that I lecture about anything. It's just sort of no. day stuff. But I think, I think, the, I think dads would feel a little less alone um, with what they go through and, and some of their frustrations and they would be able to sure. sort of smile at it.
2: Um, oh.
0: So new dads, old dads, grandpas, I think that this would be, mm-hmm. I would hope it would be something that they would enjoy because.
1: I would um, agree.
0: You know, and I think mm-hmm. moms too. I mean, my a lot of my readership, I don't know what my readership uh, is versus female, male, but I get a lot, I get a lot of moms who read it. I get a lot of grandmas who, who empty nesters, who, who sort of go, this is a little bit of a journal of my life. You know, um,
1: I I, I hear a lot of people say,
0: yeah, people Mm -hmm. say they have you have a camera in our house. And and yes, Mm -hmm. I do. I actually have camera in everybody's houses. Um, But (laughs) but no, it's just it's just how it is how similar the things that we go through. You know, somebody's adjusting the 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 toaster every day and I can't get a decent piece of toast because every day they, they turn that little knob another way and I you know I'm not smart enough. I'm I'm so groggy in the morning I can't remember to turn it to two. So you know, I, I could I just get a piece of toast. Could I just please you know You're not that, asking that, that for I found out the right? other day yeah, well not much. I mean the seven layer dip that they made for Super Bowl, it had five layers. Yeah. Okay.
1: Oh, I'm not either. one to complain. <laughs> Who's counting but when you say we're doing we're
0: having seven layer dip What happened to the other two layers? Did you just get bored? Did you miscount? (laughs) I mean, we we are seven layers. (laughs) have five layers. And I think a lot of people feel that, you know, our our trash, the trash always needs to go out. And it's never anybody's turn. I mean, you know, come on. It's got to be somebody's turn. It's never anybody's turn. (laughs) It's like, what happened? How can that trash get so full so fast? And it's just a busy house. It's a busy house. And it's, you know, there's always something that needs doing. And those are those little things that we deal with and we laugh over. And, yes. and I think that this book is sort of shares those moments. And,
1: so I want and, uh, to know, how does, how does your family feel about what you write about? Are they good with well, it? Well, I haven't
0: told them about the it, it yet. For the most part? So that's, oh, good. Yeah, I haven't oh. told them about it yet. No, which it, it which is <laughs> I used to joke about that. And, and, and um, um, they, you know, it's funny because my my oldest, who is now, believe it or not, 34 and older than I am, um, she was like 12, <laughs> you know, she was 14 when it started, right? So, and I was mm-hmm. doing occasional columns when she was 12, but she was 14 when it started, the 20 years. Um, so she, she came to it a little bit late. I mean, she, she sort of knew normal life and then she knew what it was like to have life where everybody hears about what? happens to you um Mm -hmm. the other ones like like my younger daughter and my younger son kind of grew up with it i mean they really didn't know Mm -hmm. any different Mm
2: -hmm. and
0: and it's not like it really isn't a diary i mean people have to understand i don't write everything (laughs) that happens i mean i'm respectful for their privacy and and their you know their sense of embarrassment and if you know i I'm willing to embarrass myself more than anybody else, so I leave I leave a lot of stuff out, and if I'm not sure if it might make them uncomfortable, then I well, do you know, leave it Chris, out. I mean, if there's any sort the, of wobble, if there's any sense of that,
2: you know.
1: I think what's funny about you is that you know you don't really call your kids out by name or your wife for that matter. Everybody's got a nickname, right. you know, and right. so I, I right. and who doesn't love a nickname? And um, <laughs> speaking of nicknames. Because I don't know yes. Pasha's real name, for um, right. those of us that 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 have been following you, Chris, um, I would be remiss it to not take this opportunity for to ask about Pasha because that was a very scary time you had. About e- it's like a right, a, little, a little over a over year, year ago.
0: ago. Was... Right, right, little over a year ago, late January, early February of last year. Um, she had been feeling. Um, Bad and losing weight, and losing weight is always a danger sign. And I encourage anybody who can't figure out why they're dropping weight to go see their doctor right away. We we mm-hmm. we didn't do that as quickly as we should have. She had had some iron deficiencies um, all her life, and she so she when she was tired, we just thought um, that she was you know not eating enough red meat or enough iron, mm-hmm. uh, you know enough kale or whatever it was. So. You know, and okay. she's still losing weight. And then and then one day she was just like, I'm just so tired. And I,
2: you know, we ended
0: up in the emergency room. That's how bad it was. I mean, she could barely sit mm-hmm. up. And so
2: hmm.
0: um, right away, they diagnosed uh, um, endo- endometrial cancer, uh, which is basically the lining of the uterus. Um, I think I have that right. Stage four, yes. which means that it is spread whenever they really say stage four, that just means it is spread scary. from the original
2: mm-hmm. tumor.
0: Um, she had it in mm-hmm. her lungs and she had it in her lymph nodes. And so they did immediate surgery, um, which was a little scary because she was not strong. I mean, she was, she was, mm-hmm. lost weight and she was, you know, but the, the oncologist was, was, you know, was just, we got to get the tumor out. And that's what they did. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she started chemo, um, Fortunately, if there's a good side to this, it's that she reacted very well to the chemo. She good. didn't have the awful side effects that people have. She was very lucky. Um she mm-hmm. had a great oncologist and uh and yeah. that, you know, her scans were good. Uh the residual cancer in the in the in the lungs and in the lymph nodes uh disappeared or was just so oh. minimal that they pretty much thought that uh, that was was done. Then, <clears throat> about a year about a year after, about a year into it, um, mm-hmm. one of the scans wasn't good, and it looked like the original oh. tumor. Yeah, the original tumor in her abdomen had come back, um, and mm-hmm. uh, they didn't understand. Did yeah, they're still not sure why why it roared back um, because it all the other. Cancers and basically this was endometrial cancer in the lungs. It wasn't lung cancer, as I understand it. Mm-hmm. That that it's really the what whatever the source cancer is, and mm-hmm. it reacted well. To it the lungs had reacted well, uh, the lymph nodes had reacted well, but still there was this tumor that had come back. And I'm so sorry, they started yeah. with immuno. Yeah, they started with immunotherapy. Um, And then they did some radiation. And so she is back to work. She went back to work last week. So
2: obviously she's feeling
0: stronger. She's feeling stronger. They've had in the past really great luck with this immunotherapy and the radiation. Um, And so we're just, you know, saying our prayers and crossing our fingers. Absolutely.
2: Absolutely. You know, she's very strong.
0: She has no no self-pity. She's very courageous about it. She, there's
2: never, there's mm-hmm. never a
0: woe, you know, why me kind of mm-hmm. moment, mm-hmm. although privately there's no doubt she thinks that but she doesn't burden us with her, you know, anger over this and she, you know, has wow. a right to be angry, you know. Um, yeah. Never smoked, you know, drank
2: mm-hmm. very
0: little, um, didn't, you know, lead a risky kind of life, you know, in, the, mm-hmm. in that regard. I was careful about what she mm-hmm. ate and, uh, and you know, there's no rhyme um, or reason to this. This is just the, no. the the unfairness of cancer, and it's the worst. You know, my 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 pastor says it's the worst word in the language, and I think he might be right. It's um, a fearful word. Wars, wars are somewhat, fearful. yeah.
2: Wars wars are mm-hmm. war,
0: are preventable, and you know, although they seem chronic, um, you, there there are there's hope that we can
2: not mm-hmm. have
0: wars. But I don't know that we know we will ever not have cancer, and and that will be a, a Man on the moon moment, you know when they. You bet. When they whip that. And I mean, that. they're making I I, strides. I, yeah. Great strides, and you know what they say yes. that the AIDS the AIDS epidemic was a big, um, um, a big reason why the cancer fight uh, advanced so quickly. Part of it was well, the fundraising. Good. Part of it is what they learned in the in in trying to solve AIDS and so, you all know, the trials. We, we didn't, yeah. yeah, all the trials and everything else. So. It was a huge, huge uh research effort and that that aided cancer and um and fingers crossed. I mean we never we didn't we didn't know if they'd ever be able to solve AIDS and, and uh That's true. They haven't completely they haven't completely, but boy, look at the what the AIDS cocktail, the AIDS cocktail. Is, oh
1: my gosh. It's
0: done, yeah. Look at um so what Magic so Johnson could say. Perfect example. And I think that cancer yeah. is is getting more and more that way, where you have it mm-hmm. and they can extend your life um, mm-hmm. for for decades even. And so um, that will be that will be a big step. And then, of course, you I used to have a buddy. Who, I used to have a buddy who said he dreamed of the day when your doctor said, "Yeah, um, you have cancer. Let me just write your script for that. and <laughs> You'd be mm-hmm. able to go take a pill and it would go away." I mean, he, he exactly. You know, that's that's the ideal. That's the ideal. That's the ideal thing, and I um, honestly, don't know how close we are to that, or if we'll ever get to that. But mm-hmm. that would be
1: that would be great. That would
0: be, the, that would be the miracle of miracles, right?
1: Well, you know, we've been talking a lot about family, and right. um, I want to spend um, the remainder of this show talking about something that is difficult, um, obviously very difficult. For for those people that don't know, um, I'm going to read something that I wrote um, that describes what we're going to talk about now. And we're not going to talk about this without seeing light at the end of this tunnel, just so you know. But on last mm-hmm. month, on March the 17th, the title of your column was The Most Awful Kind of Grief, The Most Beautiful Memories. So long, son. The unthinkable happened. You lost your oldest son, Christopher. We're going to call him by his name in a terrible car accident. And you wrote about your instant tragedy and beautiful memories in a way that all of us were so, so touched, Chris. And it must have been so difficult to write that. I I don't even know how you were able to do that. Can we talk a little bit about that?
0: Yeah, we. Um, this is a you know every parent's worst fear. We worry mm-hmm. about them mm-hmm. constantly. It doesn't matter how old they are. Um, we we still toss and turn at night when they're not home or don't know where they are or don't know that they're safe. And but you never think you know. You always have faith that that things will turn out all right well our son was 32 and still so living at home with us he'd been out on his own and come back and and everywhere but doing well and and working and he had a he delivered uh uh to nursing homes um mm. for a farm pharma, at local pharmacist so he's you know they would get their list of supplies and he would go off and <clears throat> and deliver throughout Throughout Southern California and the Inland Empire, particularly the Inland nice. Empire, was a lot of the... Anyway, he did not come home one night. Uh, the night of March third, the morning of March fourth, um, I got up and there was my wife on the couch, and she said, "Christopher did not come home." And I, and you know, you 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 don't go to that worst place. You go well. He had no. an accident. His you you went out with buddies but I knew that Chris wasn't the kind of guy who would just go out with buddies and not text his mother. I mean, even at 32, he Mm -hmm. wouldn't do that. And and really
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. he was not a, he was not a social butterfly. He worked or he was kind of a homebody. He'd hang out with his little Mm -hmm. brother and toss the football or baseball. Mm -hmm. They play video games and just hang out like brothers do. Mm -hmm. Um, So the fact that he didn't text or didn't come home was very strange. I mean, right away. Um, I called his boss to see if he had completed his deliveries and which were always late night and everything else, and he had um so I started calling the highway patrol and then found out ended up um uh, uh talking to the coroner and that's when we confirmed that he had been in an accident um and then there was a knock on the door. It was weird that I kind of got it over the phone, and then there was a knock on the door i I don't know if they knew that maybe the coroner's investigators were. You know, already in the neighborhood. But anyway, they personally show. It's like the Marines during war; they show up on your doorstep.
2: Really? You
0: you. Yeah. Who was and it, it that is, it was up? all the, in the, the. It was the investigator, was San, San Bernardino uh, coroner's office investigators. Um,
1: oh, okay. To so it's not the sheriff. Message. It's
2: it's it's no, the it coroner. You would oh. think
0: it would have been. Interesting. Have been, yes. Yeah, they they actually come oh. to your house and they they tell you, mm. which is you know, it's gotta be the worst job in the world. Um, But they were very good about it. It was, this is all, you know, this is all in 20, in a 20 minute period where Mm -hmm. I sort of tracked down on the phone, you know, I worked for newspapers for 35 years. So I'm pretty good on the phone and, and, and the highway (laughs) patrol was very good about, and I didn't throw, you know, I didn't pull any media things. I was just Mm -hmm. following the, Talk to Sacramento. Talk to San Bernardino. Talk to the coroner's office, and 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 my mm-hmm. poor wife and son, younger son, are hearing this. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm in the bedroom, mm-hmm. and I don't want them to hear. I want to be able to tell them. And initially, we thought. Initially, we thought we we learned that his car had been in an accident and had been towed, um, and there were a couple of minor injuries. So we were kind of relieved. Hmm. Um because of that. But it really it was more like the wording was the injuries were minor <laughs> and they didn't tell us about the fatality. And so that was Christopher. Mm. And and so it was a terrible <sighs> freeway speed accident and he was killed instantly. And um,
2: mm-hmm.
0: um and then the worst, you know, at the bottom just drops out of your life. Um you can't, you can't it does breathe. You, you know, can't you can barely breathe. breathe. The sobs are mm-hmm. the, it's just it's just—it's excruciating. It's, it's
1: indescribable, yes.
0: Yeah, and any mm-hmm. parent, and you know, and a lot of parents go through this. It's—it's—it's it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's not as exclusive a club as it should be. I mean, it's—it's—it's it's, it's rare that you lose a child, but not rare enough. And so, mm-hmm. a lot of people go through this, and and mm-hmm. it's—it touches your soul and it breaks your heart in ways that I don't think ever. Uh, can be repaired. And, and, um, right. I was <clears throat> about then about a week later, I'm not even a week later, about four days later, I'm writing a eulogy mm-hmm. for him. Um, his, his one sister and, and younger brother, uh, agreed to speak, uh, which I thought was great brave brave. at the mm-hmm. service. We did a memorial service a week later. Um, which is hard enough to stand up in front of a packed church to a Christmas mm-hmm. Eve, let alone, <laughs> unless you're just a performer yeah. and we're not a bunch of performers. We're just yeah. People. Um, and so, uh, you know, they talked about their brother and they sort of tag team that they went up together and talked about their brother and told wonderful stories that made us laugh and cry. Um, mm-hmm. Then I went up and I, 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 you know, talked for about 15 minutes about him and, 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 and Posh was with me at my side and mm-hmm. we got through it. And, and, you know, we got through the day. It was, it was the worst day. And so mm-hmm. uh, one of my buddies said, you should write some, you should write that.
2: Mm-hmm. I
0: said, well, I kind of already did. You think I was just winging it? I wasn't winging it, you know? And mm-hmm. so then it, it, it just becomes, you know, it's, you know, here I, I write a weekly humor column about the family and life isn't mm-hmm. all, Rainbows and unicorns is certainly no, you know, it's everybody has grief, everybody has tragedy. Um, this is the worst kind of tragedy, and I just started as a tribute to Christopher writing it, and um,
1: but even and it was therapy. It interrupt was very, for a moment,
2: sure. To
1: just say, and I, I excuse my interruption. I told you I do this. Even through the grief of that, you still brought some humor to that about baseball and about the Cubs and the Dodgers. You know, you yeah. you, well, you, were, you, you, know, you allowed like, us to cry and smile at the same time.
0: Well, it was the smiles I was going to miss the most. And, and, and those are the, mm-hmm. the smiles are what I miss the most. I mean, he, was, he had such sure. a great Outlook on life, and he was so wry. I, 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 you know, I love humor no matter what. I love dad jokes, mm-hmm. which are dopey and pun related <laughs> and everything. Uh, but I really like like wit and and sort of a wry outlook, which is very Irish mm-hmm. and and, mm-hmm. and Jewish. <laughs> and and certain yes. it just seems like <laughs> certain, certain groups sort of gravity Yes, we get it. And so mm-hmm. I had a bunch of Irish uncles who were very wry and kind of sarcastic mm-hmm. and ironic, and mm-hmm. I loved that. Um, not not cynicism so much as it is just no. sort of um, a kind of thing. And Chris Chris had that great sort of outlook, and so mm-hmm. so I brought you know that that was I wanted to remind people that uh, what a wonderful thing. And my whole life I was you know I'm from Chicago, so i um, you got to be a Cubs fan almost. It's almost like a local <laughs> ordinance. And, of course. And so I, you know when he was born, I'm sorry. I, I, you know, he had his, his first his first thing I bought him was a Cubs little well, Cubs, you know, onesie. What were they? What do they call them when the babies have yeah, a onesie, yep. right, with the feet?
2: Uh-huh. Was yep. I think
0: that was a Cubs thing, <laughs> and and you know, a little Cubs hat when he was two, and everything else, mm-hmm. and you know, and then you know, sure enough, he ends up a Dodger fan because. That was a little bit his, his his personality. He was kind of a contrarian, sure. and, you know, if I had been a Mets fan, he would have been a Yankees fan. I mean, he's just a little <laughs> bit that way. And I, I admired that about him, that he was his own guy. Mm-hmm. He wasn't like – he mm-hmm. wasn't a carbon copy of me. He wasn't going to just buy into that because it was the right thing to do, which I still think being a Cubs fan is – but, but, but the, you know, he liked it. He, <laughs> he, he grew up at Dodgers. I grew up at Wrigley Field. He grew up at Dodger Stadium, and this was his – right his home turf and he, and he, mm-hmm. and he connected to it. And so, mm-hmm. and I admired that about him. So, you know, I, I talked about that, and, you know, I talked about that a little bit and, and just the ways that he made a smile and, you know, the crap mm-hmm. that he would make, you know, he'd make this corned beef hash, <laughs> you know, the stuff you get mm-hmm. that, Hormel, whatever it is out of the can. You yes, know? yes,
2: yes. And <clears throat> uh-huh. you put
0: it in the frying pan with he'd put extra onions in there. He'd make it worse than it already was. Somehow he made corn beef <laughs> <and laughs> ash worse out of the can. And he'd add he'd add garlic and onions and potatoes and mm-hmm. he you know, and he'd have this big plate of stuff and delicacy. And Yeah, yeah. it was always delicacy. <laughs> he put more time in bed than the original, you know, Hormel did. I mean,
2: <laughs> but
0: but he, he liked his stuff. He didn't. He didn't always eat the best way, but he kept. He kept healthy. He kept active. And, Good. Um,
1: That's you fun. know loved
0: his double his 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 in and out burger like like sure. all it's young double, people double. do and double mm-hmm. double. Wait a minute. It's, it's...
1: What do you mean? <laughs> Just young
0: people. What do you do? You put you don't you, tell yeah, you, you
1: eat it with lettuce, right? You don't put a bun on your on your. <laughs> oh
0: God forbid! No God forbid. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: That's so funny.
0: Yeah, yeah. So so anyway, it's um. Anyway, so that was you know it was the smiles and that's you know mm-hmm. it's always always been my survival mechanism and and it has well, been you, the you... last month or so in columns where we just smile over some of the yep. behavior and 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 everything else. But that doesn't mean that we don't get these, I you know, I, I compare it to a boulder of grief that you feel like mm-hmm. you can't lift the boulder it's, yourself it's just, or it's chasing yeah, you you need other people, yeah, you need a group mm-hmm. of people to help you move the boulder off of you and that, and that uh, I think that's a pretty good metaphor because you just mm-hmm. feel crushed by,
1: by you know, what's happened and, we, we talked a little bit about this and I was in touch actually with this person but I don't know that you honestly recognize how loved you are by millions of people. You are too humble to say, well, duh, <laughs> you know. But it's but it's true. And I think, Marsha, there your... may be
0: dozen, There might be dozens of people, but that's very nice. That's It's right. very nice. I mean, I do love my okay. readers. Have, have, have been un- unbelievable through this and and a source of great comfort and and words and songs and poems and uh, and everything else. Oh my
1: gosh. So. We've got to yeah. talk about this guy. So, because <laughs> I was, you know, I'm Googling around, you know, checking you out and everything, and I came across this, this attorney. His name is Stephen Rubin, and right. he was so moved by your song, So Long, Son, that he immediately, I don't, what a talent. He immediately wrote a tribute to Christopher, and yeah. he if, for those of for those of you that are listening and are just curious about this, you can Google Stephen Rubin, or you can Google right. So Long, Son, and you can listen to this man sing a song. I I mean that was that that blew me away. I that was just, it's that just was phenomenal. No, it's
0: just the kind of music I like. <clears throat> kind of the music I like anyway. I mean, sort of folk yeah, like John Prine yeah. and, and and that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And it and it was just it was just just beautiful. And you know. Here's the thing, Marsha. I mean, it's, it's hard enough to deal with music always sort of heightens, heightens the emotions. I mean, so if you're feeling sad and you listen to some Paul Simon, you might feel sadder, you know? Mm -hmm. And so this, but this was, this was uplifting and such a tribute to him Mm -hmm. that to Christopher that I, I, I was just, I'm still blown away by it. It's really one of the nicest, most thoughtful things that that anybody's ever done. And, and, um, (laughs) And I, you know, I appreciate Steve doing this. I mean, it's just—it's just
1: because you just don't amazing. know him, do you? you? No, don't know him, right? No. Even, well, you geez, know, I don't think we've
0: ever—I don't think we've ever met. I mean, I meet a lot of people mm-hmm. through the hiking club, the Happy yeah. Hour Hiking Club, and <clears throat> and at various events and stuff. But I don't think I've met Steve. And I apologize if I have. I, but I—we've we have exchanged emails. I mean, I know the name. Yes. Um, yes. And so we've exchanged emails over the years and everything else and 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 so we're 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 buddies that way but but we're not anything more than that and so but, you know uh, it's the fact that he did this was just was just was just amazing to me
1: You and I had spoke before we started doing the show and I had expressed to you that I did not instantly lose a son but I did instantly lose a husband of nearly right. forty years. Um, we were together on a, at the Staples Center before um, day two of the Pac-10 tournament. It was still Pac-10 back in two thousand and nine. Right. And you and I were talking. About, yeah, you and I were talking about how sometimes it's that person that you least expect that does something like Steve or the mm-hmm. person that is wanting to console you because they feel so bad and you find yourself now consoling them
2: you mm-hmm. know
1: when i when i when i posted your facebook i i shared your facebook page because i saw it the day before it hit the times and my friends were writing to me talking about their sadness and reading about christopher and i actually forwarded that to you with their names. And I know right. that Leah got in touch with you because of the immediate loss of her son some 20 years ago that just was unexpected in a crosswalk. Um, right. You know, it's, it, there are stories, and, and, and when you talk to, to as many people as you do and you reach as many people as you do, and and I talk to a lot of people as well. We we do have that um, in common. It, it, it and when I talk about it, Chris, I don't I don't know what happens, but my right hand just always immediately goes to my heart. And when you were mentioning <laughs> music, um, for me, any time Fleetwood Mac came on, especially yeah. Landslide, oh my God! Oh, right. I I just I just. I just could barely stand it. And then when, when I was watching Glee and they did their rendition and the Dixie Chicks did their rendition, oh, yeah. and, you know, I and I just finally just had to just accept and smile instead of cry through the song. And so I sing with it now as opposed to weeping. You know, so <laughs> right. I, you know, it, it's, I don't know. Um, I, I, I want to make sure that if listeners Follow you, Chris. That they understand the easiest way to do that, especially if they're not local and they, but they're listening in New York and they really do. So, would you like to tell people how they can follow you um, through your newspaper writing?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, probably the best the best way if you're out of the market is to go to latimes.com/slash/erskin uh, uh-huh. e r s erskine, n e <laughs> And that right. will take you directly to the to where the columns are. Um, right. That, if that is that, that is that, where that,
1: you're all located. All of the columns, and yeah, they can click right, right on you.
0: Right. That's, and that's I frequently idea. I frequently post them on Facebook. I mean the, the the to survive newspapers have had to put up a paywall. Um the New York Times right. was one of the first to do it and we did it too. So now you sort of have to subscribe mm-hmm. online. I get you get a limited number of of stories free and then they hit you up for the subscription and again they we have to survive we can't give this we can't give it away i mean it's
2: and so um, but i
0: do i do for people who otherwise wouldn't go on there um as a way to promote it is is i i do post stuff on facebook on my facebook Mm -hmm. page so you could you could search chris erskine on Facebook and, right. and you can send me a friend, you know, if you're not into this, it's really very easy to do. I can do it. So mm-hmm. it's easy. Um, you can do that.
1: And then you wait, Wait. Do you hear this? Yeah. And then you wait. Hello. Reminder. <laughs> anyway, that was just me reminding. Yeah. Um, that was, that yeah. was, that was yeah. pretty obvious. <laughs> But yes, you know. The other thing, I'm sorry. The other thing is, is that uh, so you know now you're really on the hot spot if you don't submit, send, send you, respond to that request. If people wanted to the I hiking did.
0: club, didn't I send you the request? No, you I did think I not. Did. You didn't get it. Well, okay, let me do it no. again. No. Okay,
2: thank you. Because I did a couple um, days
0: ago when you had asked about that. Yeah. And, and again, it, I this,
2: didn't, is, didn't, this is
0: the frustration of anything with yes like, with websites How, and platforms. Yeah. And sometimes they work. About, and you think they work? and they, yeah, kind of yeah. like
1: when you're doing a live radio broadcast, and then the the host, um, <laughs> yeah, call right. drops, kind of like that. Yeah, um, yeah, if yeah, people yeah. want to to join your hiking club, and I have to tell you, I'm going to be honest, I have, I've had trouble figuring that out myself. So how how do you how do you get notifications of your hiking club? Where do you where do you go? Well, for that? we
0: do it on we want to do a special page for that, but in the meantime. If you want to join the hiking club and, and, and just as a little background on that, we do a, a monthly yeah. hike. We've been on hiatus okay. since since Chris's accident, but sure, we we it was kind of a monthly hike around Southern California and there you know one of the glories of living here is the the endless hiking trails um right. through really pretty through pretty areas. And so we first we hike and then we go to happy hours. So so we, we hydrate we hike, then we hydrate. Cause it's healthy Mm
2: -hmm. and we go have
0: a, have a cocktail, have a cocktail. And then if we have two cocktails, we Uber home or we, you know, whatever it is, we try to keep it safe. But
2: anyway, so it's
0: called the happy hour hiking club um, for its obvious happy hour connection.
2: And if they Mm -hmm. want to
0: get on the mailing list for that, they basically just have to email me and it's Chris, C-H-R-I-S, C-H-R-I-S dot Erskine, E-R-S-K-I-N-E okay at la com and la times awesome. has no periods in it kind of thing so that, right. you know and then i'll put them on the thing and when we have a hike coming up i usually give about a week's notice and then they we don't we can't take everybody because we can't find a saloon that'll handle
2: everybody right.
0: so we usually cap it right. at about 60 or 70 people and and um, mm-hmm. and that usually accommodates most people you know cuz we move yes. different parts of the the Circulation area and, and everything else. Mm-hmm. So um, anyway, well, that's it's a lot good. of fun. You know, it's I've... a great group. Yeah, it's a great group of people who just, you know, appreciate the simple things. And, you know, here we are in this gigantic city and people right. sometimes you still have trouble making connections and making friends. And this is, you know, you're dealing with newspaper readers generally, which is kind of a fil- mm-hmm. nice filter right there because they're mm-hmm. engaged and informed and everything else. So that's kind of a nice filter. And then people who like to hike is kind of like – and then these aren't – this isn't a serious hike. This is this is something no. that pretty, people who are reasonably fit can do. And then it's right. a sort of a celebration of, of L.A. And, and, and the different topography. And sometimes we're in the beach, sometimes it's we're in terrific. the mountains. It's yeah. terrific. Yes. And so it's and a you, great – And now it's, that it's, I know – It's a great way. Yeah.
1: Ter, now I know I need to get on your list because I thought, how do I get on the list? So now I know. And it's true that, you know, you end up talking to, to people – and then I saw this lady walk in to when we went to the sage sagebrush
2: sage cafe um, in yeah, yeah yeah yeah
1: sage cafe the, the vegan place in Culver City
2: right and I could
1: see this lady had walked in she was by herself it was obvious to me and I know I you know I'm a single person I, you know you want to be sort of included and we brought her over with Leah and I sat with her and then you see, know lo and behold we started learning what about that, what, that, what we that, have Marcia, in common
0: that's wonderful. For you to sort of spot that and then reach out—that's yep. that, the kind of group this is. They're the kind of people yes. who would do that. They would go like, "There's somebody who came in. She's unsure. She, she's her first time here, and she's, you know, she's a little uncomfortable. Hey, let's just, just, uh, you know, let's reel in the rookie. You know, and I think that, that's, that's that's a wonderful thing. And next time she'll do that for somebody else. And, you bet. absolutely. And it's that's it's true. a very simple. It's a very simple thing um it's free i mean all you're really obligated mm-hmm. to do is you know come up with 20 bucks for your couple of drinks you know mm-hmm. um and they usually give us usually a lot of times they'll give us a break and on the, the grub oh they and gave so, us a break
1: on the food sure yeah
0: so yeah. most so mostly it's just a way to sort of meet people and get out and, mm-hmm. and everything and, and really you know people wonder well i can't i can't meet people i haven't made friends and especially as your kids get older and you don't have those normal so- social circles, of little league mm-hmm. and school and everything. And and this is a way to sort of just, Hey, you know what? I'm just going to reach out. And we've made,
2: yep.
1: you
0: know, we have wonderful, wonderful, um, friendships. And, you know, when Christopher, when Christopher passed, they, a, a bunch of them, you know, kicked in and, 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 and hired a gardener to put a tree in the front yard for us. <sighs> um, just Blows me oh. out. Yeah.
2: yeah. Oh,
0: um, beautiful liquid normal. amber, and if you don't know liquid oh, amber, it's kind of a maple tree, right? So it yes. changes. One of the few co- t- trees that changes colors in Southern yes, California it's in close the to fall. New England that you're
1: just, gonna get. Yeah.
0: Yes, right. They're oh, beautiful. You think it was a maple neat. tree if you didn't know better. And yes, it's just, you would. It's it's perfect because because mm-hmm. he loved the fall and he loved. He loved the Sierra and he loved nature. And mm. so that was, and that came, oh, that came gosh. out of the happy hour hiking club. And, and, um, mm. and it was such a wonderful, wonderful thing. And, and my buddy Bittner sort of, sort of spearheaded that and, and, uh, just, just, Way it, to it just go. you know, I get teary thinking about it. Yeah. It's I bet you
1: stuff. do. I bet you yeah. do. And you know, let's, let's not end this, um, with the teary. So let's, um, <laughs> right let's yeah, let, let's not so um i guess you don't want to talk about my dodgers let's see so although they're doing <laughs> awful this year no i have
0: no, did, I have did, no answers did, to your dodgers no i don't god,
1: no. god. justin turner did, did, maybe. Christopher, did he get to a, a world series game last year at least did he get to one
0: you know what i, Was I don't he think able? he did i mean tickets were so mm-hmm. ridiculous He didn't, he didn't like crowds. One of the things about Chris is he really didn't like crowds. He loved sports and he would go to Dodger
2: games, Mm -hmm. but
0: a, a world series, you know, what a, what a, you know, that's a big spectacle. And there's a lot of, you know, it's two hours to get in, two hours to get home and he didn't like that. You know, he was, he was just as happy to be with his little brother and me um, Mm -hmm. watching it on TV. And, and, and like a lot of us, like a lot of us, it's like, you know, tickets are so ridiculous. Um, find a few friends and watch it on TV. To a you know,
1: season ticket holder here. Ask me.
0: Yeah, no. Ask
1: me how long yeah. I've been a season ticket holder.
0: How long? I'll have tell you, been? you
1: before you ask. 1986. Okay, so wow. you Cubby fans, I get it congratulations, right. I was happy for you. <laughs> but, you know, what was that? Well, I can tell you. Do you want to – Do you want to? okay, this is so random. We're definitely running over, but I can't help myself. Do you know how many stitches right. there are on a baseball? Think, uh, think of a hard ball and think of the stitches. Yeah, it's 88.
0: Nope, uh, nope. No, 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 no. Wait, close. I know that. I know that. 108, 108 stitches. On and
1: why is that significant to you?
0: Because it was 108 years bef- between World Series wins for the Chicago yes. Cubs.
1: that's right. So, right. There you so, go. So there you yeah. go. Random information.
0: <laughs> it was meant to happen. I, yeah, that was that was yeah that was that was pretty great. And I'm hoping, <laughs> uh, you know, I would love to see the Dodgers get it together this year. It would mean a lot to my youngest son. It would be uh, mean a lot to the memory of Chris and. And you, you know, I do love. I I do. You know, I'm I'm a Cubs fan. I, I bleed Cubby blue, but that's not too mm-hmm. far off a of Dodger blue. And I,
2: and I do true. like
0: Dodger fans, and I do like Dodger fans, and I love that experience. It's a, it's a wonderful it's thing, fun. and it
1: yeah, is I think you fun. know what,
0: Marcia. It's a streaky game. It's a streaky game. You get hot, you mm-hmm. get cold. Um, mm-hmm. As long as your pitching holds up, you'll be okay. Kershaw looked good, mm-hmm. a, you know, last night, and I think mm-hmm. it's it's. Long, it's a long way from over.
1: It's a long season.
0: Yeah, they season. could go forty. They could win forty straight. I mean, they, you know, they are they are capable of that. It's a very, it's a very good team. Yeah. It's,
1: well, listen, my friend. Do you have well? I could, you know, what honestly, because of who you are and what you represent, what a terrific storyteller you are. I think you should join Toastmasters, but that's just a side note.
2: Like you have extra
1: time. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever thought about that, but you would win any contest you were ever in, except for your aunt. No, 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 I
0: I am, I am, I'm better on the page. I'm better in print. (laughs) I mean, I like to, obviously, I I don't mind talking, but I, I I get self-conscious in groups. I do a lot of, actually do a lot of talking, but I, I'm better on the page. and There's no question about it, but I'm flattered that you think that. And, and I, I, you know, there's different ways to tell a story. And, and I like all of them, you know, sometimes it's by song. Sometimes it's in a movie. And I'm seen a TV right. show, and 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 so I just love great. I just love great stories, and and I like Me I like too. the connection, and I like I like Me how it too. brings us together. And it's it's culture at its best. Culture culture is you know what is what is culture? Is it opera? Is it the symphony? What is culture? Is is storytelling is what it is. It's, oh, it's Sitting around a campfire, it's, it goes back to the campfire. You know when we're sitting around the campfires, <laughs> you know, and I think I'm that, that is yeah, the.
1: I want to be your next door move? neighbor. I don't think I'm going to move, but could you, is there a house next door I could just borrow, or could, maybe I could yeah, just come? There's... I could do a sleepover and just spend the yes. night.
0: Oh my God, well, you, just, gonna, you just you're going to come with the happy hour hiking club. You're going to come in the happy yes, hour I hiking am. club, and and so that's that's neighborly, and and it and then sure you can is. ditch me whenever you need to, which is you know ah, you know that's handy ah. that's handy too, you know.
1: So well, I just want to. Thank you for your bravery, for for Chris being Chris, for spending this time with me. I have to tell you, I walked around going, you aren't going to believe who's going to be on my show. And <laughs> it's like, oh, is it Chris Erskine. Not, Chris Erskine? Chris Erskine? Do you know? Not the, ho- not the football the soccer player. Oh, no. The soccer player? That's what they must have thought. Are so you kidding? Yeah. Anyway, I just want to thank you so much. Maybe we'll do this again in six months and we can catch up on on where you are from there. I look forward to your hikes. I look forward to your friendship. And I hope that everyone listening today has had a little piece of the story of Chris Erskine. It's just been a delight, Chris. Thank you so, so much.
0: Thank you, Marcia. I'm flattered. Thank you very much. This has been fun.
1: Okay. And we're going to end this episode now with no music. I'm sorry, but I wish you all a very beautiful day. Bye-bye for now.